This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com. Visit TraderCobb.com forward slash free tools for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free, so tell your friends and family and visit TraderCobb.com now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. I have the honor of having two guests in one go here. I've got the CEO, uh, Pavel, of BitBay, as well as the trading manager of BitBay, Shamek, if I've pronounced that correctly, I hope I have. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Hello, Andrew. Hi. Excellent. Look, let's kick this off by where Bitcoin, Bitcoin, where BitPay started and, and what sort of, um, what brought you to driving forward with a crypto exchange? Because from my understanding, you've been around for quite a while now. Hmm. So... Uh, where did we start? So, hello every, everyone, first of all. Uh, so, BitBay is a exchange, crypto exchange uh, from Europe, from Poland. We've been established here in 2014. So, it's sixth year when we are on the market. So, we are crypto to fiat, basically, exchange. So, 90, over 99% of the volume that is on BitBay, it's, it's crypto to fiat, mainly to PLM, but also to euros, dollars, and recently to British pound. So whoever wants to enter the market in Europe, we offer them to send us fiat or if someone wants to cash out, also it's a good way to, to come to BitBay. And obviously the trading, we have over 100 currency pairs, so there are, the volumes are quite high. So for individual and institu institutional traders, it's a, it's a good place to be. Excellent. And so you, 2014, is that, is that when it started? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. In Poland, 2014 in Poland, and uh, in the middle of last year, we, we relocated our business to Malta. And uh, can you tell us the reasons why Malta? You know, Malta last year uh, implemented uh, legislation uh, uh, which fully covered you know, the, the blockchain industry. I mean, the, the crypto, ICO, ETO, STO, security tokens. And because of the fact that uh, we would like to be much more credible, we would like to obtain the license. So the, it was the, the, the decision which we took last year. Yeah, fair enough. It's, uh, we did see a lot of uh, a wave of different exchanges, particularly after that STO, uh, I guess, bug that everyone sort of got for a while. They're looking to set up in Malta. And um, it's very interesting to see that you guys have also uh, sort of subscribed to that theory from all the exchange side of things. And um, a couple of things I wanted to ask you is, um, what's your expansion plan? I mean, you've got Europe, you've got Poland, that's where you've begun, that's where you started. Um, I want to touch on the fact that uh, you've got over a million users now by the sound of it from KYC. So well done to you gentlemen for doing that and your entire team, of course. It's quite a, uh, quite a feat. And it's very nice to see that we've got some volatility back again because that means that you guys are probably making some money again and me too as a trader. So what's your, like, what's your expansion plans? Because we are seeing a lot of exchanges right now with a lot of competition from some smaller exchanges. And the larger ones seem to be jumping around, trying to pick up different demographics and different parts of the markets. The, the larger exchanges tend to have a little bit more 
uh, trust because they've A, been around for longer and B, you know, with a few more people behind it, the volumes tend to be better. So what is your plan for BitBay as far as um, yeah, global dominance, I suppose you'd say? You know, we have like two areas. One of the one of the reason uh, also is that, that we look into to Malta is that uh, we can observe that the future will be for sure in security tokens. So if if the, if the technology will come into the traditional financial market, the interesting of of, of uh, issuing the bonds, which will be uh, based on the blockchain or even even uh, even shares, this is something which would like to be the part of it. So, so for sure, uh, would like to be still the cover on our actual market for security tokens, but also regarding the crypto, we would like to go global, especially to Asia, because Asia is is, is very interesting market for us. Yes. It's very it's, it's very big, and depending of course of the legislation in, in, in different you know uh, countries all over the world, we'd like to be also present there. So, so generally, we would like to build. And our business, which will be based on the two legs. First one, the crypto and commodity tokens, and the second, uh, security tokens. Yeah, no, makes perfect sense because that seems to be the uh, the progression in this space. The uh, security token industry seems very, very interesting for somebody who's sort of a more traditional investor. It just it's much easier for them to understand it, I suppose. Uh, the whole tokenized economy and the models that um, you speak to a lot of other traditional investors, and they just go, "What? But I don't own anything, and I've got no access to anything, and I've got no rights to anything." It's like yeah, kind of, it's purely speculative asset class right now. So the SDO really does seem like a really good progression into, uh, well, four cryptocurrencies to merge and capture a larger market cap. Now, I'm going to ask you, Shemaka, a question. Again, you are, of course, the um, trading manager at BitBay. Um, what have you seen over the last couple of weeks? I want to make note that um, this interview is being conducted when we sit right now at $8,100 roughly. Um, what have you seen in the last few weeks, the last month? I mean, obviously, I'm expecting you're going to have seen a lot more volume, a lot more trading activity. Uh, is the whole world, I mean, I, I know what we're seeing over here. Are you guys seeing the same sort of thing? Are people flocking back or is it new clients that are coming into the market? So basically... For the last four, five, six weeks, uh, there are a couple of things that we are looking at, not only the price of the BTC and the volumes. What, as 99% of the, our, almost all our volume is crypto to fiat, we are looking uh, at a couple of more aspects. One of them are the new registration of new clients, but also the flow of fiat so yeah. to, the, to the exchange, so the flow of cash. <clears throat> because not, nothing can rise without dollars and euros coming into the business, yep. right? So before the BTC is going up, there need to be a flow of cash. So globally, of course, we are like a small part of the whole market, but we are big enough to see like the, if there is, if there is more currencies coming, like, PLN, US dollars and euros to the exchange. So we can easily expect that the, the that's going to be exchanged to cryptos and the crypto is going to rise. So we are actually, we have a plan to publish that indicator for, for traders because this is the information that would give you the advantage. So if we, if you see that uh, there is like two or 300 more percent fiat coming into the exchange, so that's going to be 
exchange into the BTC or other cryptocurrencies. So this is what we are actually looking at. So the last four or five weeks obviously started to, it, it all started by the move from three and a half to five thousand dollars, but then the flow started. So, and we don't see any stop. Like it's, it's literally going up every day. So we have more registrations and more uh, deposits, uh, more fiats coming into the into the exchange. So from the technical point of view, it's hard to believe that it's gonna turn back down, obviously. But from the point of view of uh, of the exchange and number of clients and the cash coming in, it's impossible to go down. So on that, I mean, when the market goes up. We see a lot of you know uh, accounts come in and then the FOMO and then it just it just sort of snowballs. Do you see the same when it goes down? Do you see people actually exiting? Because one of the things that a lot of uh, crypto enthusiasts have done is the old hodl. Now I'm a trader, so I'm an executor. I, I'm in and I'm out. Uh, I, I do have a, a you know I do hold crypto assets that I hold, um, but I'm more focused on that's long term stuff. When I say long term, I'm not talking crypto long term months. I'm talking years. You know, I'm happy to invest and sit back and watch. For me personally, as a trader, I'm coming in and out of the markets, and I, I do trade with marginal leverage. So last year was fine with the fall. It was it was fine, absolutely fine from from a point of view of we could take advantage of that. Do you see people exiting back to fiat as much as you see fiat coming in? Yes, of course. Yeah, there are still, you know, a couple of ty types of clients. Uh, the institutional clients, they are moving money in and out. Quickly, all the time. yeah. Moving cryptos and, and fiat all the time. And there, are, there is a group of kind of, you could call them professional traders. The, it's more your type of people who are actually cashing out the profits, of, you know, on a regular basis. Yeah. But there is, the biggest part of the clients are those who are, buying cryptos and they, they, they leave them. This is like, you know, according to rule, it's good or long term. So if, <laughs> if, if, if you bought, you know, on the, on the peak, so it means that you are long term, you're a holder, you're waiting. That's right, yeah. It's a, as you say, never let a trade become an investment, but many times uh, for those that are uh, uninitiated, <laughs> it does. There are a lot of investors on eBay and there are a lot of investors from last year, right? Yeah. Uh, so people who are holding uh, crypto with us, you know, some people believe that it's better to hold it on your own private cold wallet. But there is a huge group of people who believe that exchanges are also good. You, you can hold different type of assets. You can move them between the exchanges. Uh, now the top exchanges are very secure. Uh, so sometimes it's better to hold it in the bank than in, uh, than at, in your own pocket. So there are a lot of holders. And also, you know, exchanging, they also obviously trade crypto to crypto so yeah uh, if you decided to hold cryptos and you have a couple of them we actually decided to offer crypto crypto markets for free so on bitbay you can trade on maker site for zero fee on any crypto so if you if you have ethereum and and btc you can exchange them between themselves for free on bitbay so, because we don't, we don't care like about incentives, it. you know, to, it's, to, to something, to not, not be the holder, but to be trying to be the active trader. Yeah, it's not zero point zero one something. It's literally zero on the, on the maker side. On taker, it's it's a small feeder. 
Okay. Well, look, that makes perfect sense because, I mean, you want people to maintain a balance and you want them to use it and you want people to be involved. It sounds as though 95% of your volume is coming in or going out as an exchange to fee it. So it doesn't really affect your business plan at all. I mean, you're not looking at that. So we are happy to offer that for, for, for no cost, basically. So what's the goal for BitBay? I mean, the exchange is pretty obvious. I mean, most people would say, oh, we'll look to get the most volume. And, and look, that's fine if that's your answer. But typically, when you're in business, one thing is to make money. The other, you do generally have a, a passion for something or a drive. What's the drive at BitBay? What, what are you trying to achieve over the coming years as crypto hopefully continues to grow and take the world over? No, for sure. First, we would like to, to implement the, uh, and offer the, the second platform for security tokens. Yeah. Parallel, we would like to develop and, and go global. I mean, to to to, to mainly to Asia uh, with our offer for cryptocurrency and for commodity trading. We have also additional company in our group. It's called BitBay Pay, and this is the payment service provider for crypto. So this is also uh, the company which is quite recognized in Poland and and in Europe. And we would like to also offer those those services which are connected with, with our you know exchange platform for, for liquidity for, for PSP. Okay. So it's a two-pronged attack. It's, it's basically, as, a, as we said before, you know, as the market develops and gains new subscribers, new uh, uh, participants like the institutions, different types of investors, you want to be there to effectively uh, cater to each and everyone that comes in. Because I think one of the big things this year is going to be that more advanced investor coming in. Um, somebody who's been through a few bubbles before and uh, they didn't buy last time, but now they're seeing a recovery. They might come in and with larger volumes as well, which will be very, very interesting to see. Um, okay, cool. So you've, you're moving into Southeast Asia region. You, you are going to get into the STO side of the platform. Sorry, STO market as it evolves. When do you think that's going to happen? Because there's been a lot of talk about the STO environment and people, people will complain, oh, there's not much volume, there's not much of a market. But don't forget that there doesn't necessarily need to be a lot of volume for an STO market from the excitement exchange that does. But for an STO to work, look, it can be held within 100 different people. If those 100 people wish to hold that particular asset in the STO, then, then that's fine. They can just transfer their equity like they would on a, you know, maybe not a publicly listed company, but in a unit trust type structure. Do you think it'll start at that level first before it goes out into sort of a wider exchange or stock market, you know, um, index type driven world? Not index driven, but, you know, like a, like a normal equity play. Do you, do you think it's going to take a little while and be, step by step or do you think it's just going to be straight and away we go i think it's a little bit you know step by step because we have a, a few important areas first one is that that, that security tokens uh, should be dedicated to traditional traders the the, the, the guys who are the investors and they they know yeah. traditional capital market yeah. you know, shares Fund managers stuff, yeah. Yeah, exactly. for them the fundamental analysis is like the the the, the, the most the most fundamental you know the uh, approach to, to, yeah. to this so it's very difficult for them as an as a investor, not from venture capital market, but for, let's say, private equity or the investment funds, they would like to invest in somebody who is already solid, with some experience, with some financials, standing, position of the market, etc. So up to the moment when uh, you can offer first security token, which will be issued as, as issuing the bonds or, or shares, I mean, the, the, the new equity for, for the company, and this way you can present them the traditional approach, but with uh, adoption of the technology, with no uh, barrier and access to, to trading, uh, trading seven days per week, 24 hours, it, it will be something interesting for them. But first of all, we should discuss regarding the, some, some, uh, some uh, regulations and rules in traditional markets. I mean the prospectus. 
So up to the moment when the legislation in the particular country will, will not be enforced, I mean that the financial authority will not have any, any power to do, uh, do the authorization from the prospectus to check the smart contract, which is based on the prospectus, up to this moment, there will be like the first and most important barrier for those, those guys and those players. So, but, but if you will analyze actual marketing in, in, in Europe, you can observe that, for example, the German financial authority, Buffing, they already is ready to approve those type of prospectus. Uh, if you will decide to issuing the security tokens in Malta, they're also ready. So it means that in some, 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 some uh, Switzerland, it should be enforced, I think, maybe, maybe this year. Luxembourg, the same. So I think that the, the global trend is direction to, to, to be regulated. And then just the first you know, project who will present the actual, even public company, which, mm. for example, listed in the you know, London Stock Exchange. Yeah. If the first, you know, the, the, the issuing will be based on the tokens, it will be like the first success. But... It will, this is the, for the primary market. You have to think about the secondary market and the, about the platform yeah. who, who, where the KYC will be much more strict, where you will be collecting a lot of data yeah, and you will additional license. So it means that all, all these factors should be done, let's say, at the same time. And I think that next 12 months, uh, you can observe on the market that it will be the first, first projects which will be showing on, on the primary market and, and the first platform which will obtain the, the the another license for security tokens. Yeah, because that's sort of the, the two two-edged sword, really, isn't it? You need two participants, and it's really at the moment, you know, who's going to dive in first? Because you need to have an on-ramp and a process, a facilitation, and an ease of access for a whether it be a PLC or whether it be an idea or or some form of asset class that may actually have value. The value needs to be a represented somehow. Then there needs to be a way for them to get that value transcribed into an understanding, as you say through a prospectus, through obviously regulation there as well. Now, once you've got that, then you need to have the participants that are willing to buy that equity as it stands, the security side of the token. And then you need to have a secondary market. So there's still quite a bit to do. And I think what a lot of people um, uh, in the space, there's still a lot of, um, how do I say this without sounding condescending? I'll, I'll just say what I can know that I'm not trying to be condescending. A lot of people in crypto haven't been in traditional markets before. They don't understand the structure. They don't understand things take time. I think the ETF should be just done straight away. The fastest ETF ever was the ETF on gold. And that was passed first in Australia because it was for our benefit to be able to do that with, each, with the ETF because we've got a shitload of gold on the ground here. Right? So everything takes time, but in crypto it doesn't. And we saw the ICO boom last or in 2017 go absolutely nuts. And because of the speed of that, that's what they're expecting now from STOs. Well, the word security is the reason why it can't take off at that speed. But a long, slow burn is the way you keep your house warm. And uh, we've got to build that fire first before we light it. And I think that that's going to be, uh, as well as derivative products, um, I think that's going to play a big part this year for fund money to come in. Institutions won't play on a, on a large scale if they can't manage their risk. Uh, would, you, would you agree with that, mate? No, yes, but of course, but uh, you know, for, uh, there is a one, one, one important thing from you know, uh, which will also deter, um, will determine the this uh, the, the the security tokens. That always traditional market is you know, it's trying to adopt some technology or some changes in very slow way. So mm. it, it this is a, a, exactly the same like was with the blockchain. So blockchain was proved by Bitcoin. Who was the first? 
Yeah. So, so of course, we can discuss if the Bitcoin is secure, not secure, or what was in the past, but, but there is no discussion that Bitcoin proved the blockchain as a technology. So this is the first issue. Second thing, that the same was with the ICO. They used the technology. The idea was very brilliant. The crowdfunding, mm. which where you can use the technology, you can offer globally without any barriers. Try to imagine that, for example, one of the companies in the Warsaw Stock Exchange would like to issue the bonds. If you are the, let's say, investor from Korea, it's impossible for you to, to direct, you know, any, any transaction with the, yeah. on, on the Warsaw Stock Exchange. You have to, via some brokerage house in London, then brokerage house in London with, with some relation with the Polish brokerage house. So you have to spend a lot of commissions. You have, you have, to, you have a time which is needed for it. Transaction, you know, uh, only five days, etc., etc. The the ICO proved the technology and and proved the idea. There is no barrier, financial trading, nothing. So this is very natural way that we need just the legislation and then the first proof of the concept that that you will that you will find some investors that will be ready to to invest, like family offices. Very often, yeah. very often for family offices. There is no restriction, like for example, from the investment professional investment fund. Mm. The company must be public. The company should re- fulfill some requirement, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the next step will be exactly like this: that the private, somehow institutional uh, investors will decide to invest in, in security tokens, and the next step there will be the global market. And it it presents that a lot of a lot of bro- uh, brokerage houses should implement the technology. If not, they will be destroyed because there will be no place and no market for them. Left behind. Second thing, exactly. Second thing is that the traditional uh, stock exchanges should also apply and build the platform for mm. security tokens to be sure that they can cover also this, the, 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 this uh, type of business. Because if not, they will be, you know, they well, will if be- they don't do it, they're just gonna have to fork out more later to buy the companies that have the advantage. Yeah. And yeah. whoever's building them, yeah. They'll get some astronomical amount of money to sail off into the sunset and buy their yacht. <laughs> and congratulations to them for doing that. Gentlemen, the, first, the last thing I want to ask you is this. I, I, first, I, I appreciate the depth of which we were able to take this conversation. I do. Uh, I also want to ask where the listeners and viewers can find out more information about BitBay uh, and how to get involved if they wish to do so. Mm-hmm. That, could you repeat? Say again. Say again. We both didn't okay. understand. <laughs> how... Can the viewers and listeners find out more about BitBay if they want to get involved? Where would they find more information about your wonderful company, gentlemen? I think the best way would be to go online. <laughs> BitBay.net en is for those that speak our wonderful English language. I can't talk today. It's been a long day. The markets are going nuts. I am really getting tired. I need to have some food. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. That was bitbay.net forward slash EN for the English version of BitBay. Over a million users. They're looking now uh, at expanding into Asia. STA markets is definitely an exchange that you want to keep your eye on. They've been around for a long time and uh, seem to be like they've got the right plan to be around for a lot longer. So thank you so much, gentlemen, for your time and uh, all the best going forward. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, and bye for now. This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com. Visit TraderCobb.com forward slash free tools 
for your free education content. Now on this section of the website, you will receive access to view a bit about the three trading strategies that I use daily. And if you're sick and tired of your family and friends wanting to know about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, well, there's a free course in there for them as well, titled Beginner's Course to Cryptocurrency. It's absolutely free, so tell your friends and family and visit tradercob.com now.